Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Rob Report here on WDAY. Good afternoon, Natil. Good afternoon, Rob. How are you on this Tuesday afternoon? We're feeling pretty good because it's feeling more like a Thursday right now. That's true. For for normal people, that is true. <laughs> we uh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess I I guess I don't know. I'm I get I get Thursday and Friday off. I'm taking them off. I have Thursday off, but I'll be here at the station on Friday. Somebody's got to keep this station moving. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, have fun with that. Uh, <laughs> it'll be it'll be great. Honestly, I'll, I'm I'll not be, too worried about it. I'll I'll be uh, I'll be thinking of you while I'm laying on a couch somewhere in a turkey induced coma. See, that's my Thursday plan. That's your Thursday plan. Yeah. Yeah, but leftovers on Friday. <laughs> You know, I'm well. If if I end up falling asleep behind the the board here, we'll all know what happened. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit. And again, this topic has just been nonstop, and it's it's it seems like it's all I'm writing about and all I'm talking about. But it's 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 the biggest story in the state of North Dakota right now, and it it deserves an excruciating amount of attention, mostly because there is so much media attention and so much social media attention to this that I'm 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 really trying I'm hopefully I'm I'm trying to to illuminate the issue and provide some perspective and help people understand what's going on here and of course I'm talking about the Dakota Access pipeline issue um Sunday we saw a, a riot uh we had on Lieutenant Tom Iverson from the North Dakota Highway Patrol yesterday uh, he gave us an update on that uh you know one of the things I wanted to talk about right off the bat. And by the way, if you want to call in 701-293-9000-888-970-9329. It's open phones the whole show uh, so you can get in. Uh, you can also email talk at WDAY.com or tweet me too, at Rob Port. Um, you know, the, the, the issue we on social media, there was a, a, a gruesome photo, a woman with, a, with an arm injury. Um, which occurred at, on Sunday's night, on Sunday night's riot, and I and I confirm, I can confirm the photo's real. Um, I I spoke with with some North Dakota officials today who told me that that BIA officials had uh, have have you know they were alerted to the injury, they saw the injury before the woman was apparently taken to, to Minnesota uh, for for care. Um, so so that photo's real. I, I I think that's the first thing to get out there. There's been so many fake photos of of dog bites and everything else that have been circulated uh, in in relation to, to the protest. And sometimes it's you're shown something. It's hard to know what's real and what's not real because of so much that's that's out there that that has turned out to be false. Um, so there's that. First of all, um, the other issue though is that protesters have been claiming, and I've I've seen this claim repeated everywhere that the injury was the result of law enforcement throwing. The, the the most common description I see is a concussion grenade at the protesters. Now, to be clear, what a concussion grenade is is it's it's a military weapon, and it's intended to inflict death and or injury on the enemy. Uh, this is not something that law enforcement carries. What they did use, uh, they're called grenades, but they're called flashbang grenades. They have a much lower level of, of ordinance. What they're designed to do essentially is to make a lot of noise and to make a loud flash, and it's supposed to distract or to stun people, um, not to necessarily harm them. Um, 
So what they were saying is this this gruesome arm injury, which is real, which did occur at that at that riot on Sunday night, which has been all over social media. It did occur, but when the protesters are saying it's the result of of a grenade, that seems extremely unlikely. When I've spoken to officials today, they said the only what they were using were flashbangs. Flashbangs wouldn't cause an injury like that. The thing I did hear from a lot of people is that the protesters have in the past sort of made homemade explosives um, during the October riot on the highway, you know, where they, they blocked the highway. A lot of the hay bales that they were using blocking the highway when law enforcement cleared them out of that area, they found and there's actually photos of them available, which I posted at sayanythingblog.com. They actually found propane tanks in the hay bales. And now, just before I came on air, and I put the full press release up at sayanythingblog.com if you want to check it out, um, the North Dakota Joint Information Center uh, sent out a press release. Lieutenant Tom Iverson, who again was our guest yesterday, sent out a press release. And in the release, they announced that they're investigating uh, an explosion that occurred Sunday night. Here's I'm reading from the, um, from the release. I quote, Officers on the scene of the explosion say two males and a female were using a barricade to hide their activity under and around the remaining burned vehicles stationed on the north side of the Blackwater Bridge. Excuse me, Backwater Bridge. After repeated orders from law enforcement to come out from behind the barricade and attempts to force them out with less than lethal direct impact of beanbags and sponge rounds, officers noticed subjects approach the area with one of them rolling multiple silver cylinder objects toward the subject's position under or around the burned vehicle. It was at this time an explosion occurred, and several protesters ran to the area, pulled a female out from under the burned vehicle, and fled the scene. Uh, upon investigation, law enforcement investigators found one propane cylinder, uh, including one that appeared to be intentionally punctured, and other debris in the area, including large rocks and glass jars, consistent with the design of Molotov cocktails. Uh, the other evidence was taken and is currently being investigated. So, again, we have a gruesome photo. And the, the photo is up at sayanythingblog.com. I put it up there because I think it's an important part of the story. But it's it's gross to look at, so don't don't seek it out if you don't want to see it. Suffice it to say, it's, it's pretty awful. Um, you have that gruesome photo. You have protesters blaming that injury on the actions of law enforcement. But now law enforcement is investigating a situation where they said protesters wheeled a, uh, you know, apparently propane cylinders up to the roadblock on the backwater bridge, and apparently there was some sort of an explosion. Now, this matter is still under investigation. Authorities are not directly linking the two situations, the arm injury and this explosion. Um, but I, I, the two are almost certainly related, and to me that explanation makes a lot more sense that the protesters who we know have used Molotov cocktails and, and, you know, homemade explosives in these protests in the past at past riots, it seems a much more likely explanation that one of their own bombs went out and unfortunately injured one of their own people. That to me seems like a more likely explanation than law enforcement was deploying concussion grenades, which are used in war zones to kill people. Um, I have a healthy skepticism of law enforcement. I have been an outspoken law, a critic of law enforcement. If they were using 
concussion grenades or, or, or ordinance like that against civilian protesters in America, I will be the first one in line to criticize them because they should not even have those sorts of weapons. They said they didn't. But I, I think what we have here is another incident where, again, we see wild claims made on social media, and once the facts begin to emerge, we get a much different picture. So I want to talk a little bit more about this because, again, people are blaming law enforcement for, for the injuries that are starting to occur at these, at these riots, these protests that are escalating in, in intensity, escalating in their violence. And here's, here's, here's my argument, because a lot of people are blaming the police and blaming their, their militarized equipment and tactics. But I blame the protesters, and I want to hear what you think. 701-293-9000, I blame the protesters for creating these situations. They're the ones rioting. If they chose to do something other than the illegal, unlawful protest that they're doing, nobody would be hurt. They're creating these situations. They're to blame. 701-293-9000-888-970-9329. Email talk at WDAY.com. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Welcome back. You listen to the Rob Report on WDAY, 701-293-9000, A little bit of breaking news to begin the show. We were uh, talking about that that gruesome photos of a, just a gruesome arm injury that have been all over social media. You know, as a matter of fact, when we had Chase Iron Eyes, uh, former Democratic House candidate, um, I, I would describe him as a, as a community leader for, for the Standing Rock community. We had him on the show yesterday. Uh, and he he referred to these photos that have just been all over social media with the claims that law enforcement caused them with some sort of a grenade. Press release from North Dakota authorities out is that they're they're investigating an investigation. Excuse me, they're investigating investigation. They're investigating an explosion um, which occurred at 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 the Sunday riot uh, that involved a woman. They're not directly tying the two situations together at this point officially, but uh, from conversations I've had with officials, it's pretty clear. Uh, they think the two issues are are, are related, um, and we'll we'll find out more. I mean, there's there's more to investigate here, and I have no problem at all investigating law enforcement if they have acted in any way inappropriately. Uh, the the question that I posed to you heading into the break, though, was who you know who who is to blame for this when we have you know people um, who 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 is to blame for this for creating these situations. And I think the people you blame for creating these situations are the Dakota Access protesters, the no no dapple folks. Um, you know, they decided that they wanted to clear a a blockade off the Backwater Bridge uh, because there were burned vehicles left there from their October riot. Officials have blocked the bridge, saying that they need to get their inspectors down there uh, to make sure the bridge is safe before it can be reopened. Uh, yesterday, Lieutenant Tom Iverson told us that, that law enforcement needed some assurances from the protesters before they were willing to open that up again. 
if you even if you think that that blockade is is inappropriate in in some way along that highway, there are legal means through which to clear that up. You know, the, the no dapple movement has no shortage of lawyers. They have no shortage of legal representation. They have no shortage of, you know, spokespeople and and, and others, uh, you know, up up to and including celebrities who could bring a great deal of scrutiny and and, and bring a great deal of leverage, both legal and and in the court of public opinion, on that sort of a situation. So if they think the blockade should be moved, they could they could pursue it through those avenues. They didn't though. They showed up as a mob on a Sunday night. Uh, they backed a semi up to the trucks and hooked it up and were trying to yank the trucks out of the way, breaking tra- uh, chains. If this latest press release from North Dakota authorities is is to be believed, uh, they actually you know, were, were trying to, to, to create some sort of an explosive at the trucks. They threw rocks at the officers. And, yeah, the law enforcement officers responded with tear gas. They responded with a fire hose spraying the protesters. They were uh, responded with, uh, you know, rubber bullets or sponge rounds, whatever you call them, uh, to, to drive the protesters back. In my mind, I don't like that, that law enforcement has to do that. But I understand why they're doing it, because they're dealing with a mob. And what's their other choice? Do they just back down and let the mob of protesters just run roughshod over the over the private property in that area? Do they just let the do they just hand over control of that that state highway? To the protesters? There's a lot of people criticizing law enforcement over this. And there's a lot of people criticizing the state of North Dakota's handling of this. And I think there is room for some criticism. Particularly, you know, the Grand Forks Herald has has an editorial today, which is very, very good, calling out Governor Jack Dalrymple for not being more outspoken in making the state's case on the Dakota Access Pipeline. Very well-written editorial, and it's, it's spot on. But I, I, you know, for all the people, uh, you know, who are criticizing law enforcement, what else would you have them do? These protesters are are out of control. They're they're reckless. There is no tribal control over them. Uh, you know, so so this idea that that you know, I I, I don't I don't know what people expect law enforcement to do at this point. Should, should they just stand there and let the protesters throw rocks at them? Should they just let the protesters buy and let them do whatever they want to do? Again, there's private property in that area. That is a public highway. There are other people who live in that part of the state who need to have their rights protected. And I, I, I think so much of, of, of the premise of, of the way that this is get, getting reported is just completely backwards because it's, it's constantly what, what law enforcement did. And it's never put in the context of what law enforcement did in response to what the protesters are doing, which is creating just out-of-control, violent, riotous situations. That's the part we need to remember. 701-293-9000, We'll be back after this. Don't go away.
Welcome back. Rob Port here on WDAY. 701-293-9000 is your call-in number. 888-970-9329. You can email me, talk at WDAY.com, or tweet at Rob Port. You know, we... um. The, the, the situation will this this last um you know certainly the, we've been talking about the Dakota access protests um so far at this this show and and that has been something that has featured a lot of celebrity input um there's been Shailene Woodley um Susan Sarandon Mark Ruffalo um a, a lot of people uh, Saturday night live one of the I, I don't I guess I don't know who it was was wearing a stand with standing rock shirt um, a lot of celebrities getting involved and that always, you know, creates a lot of talk and, and certainly even, even at the national level, you know, with, with Donald Trump, uh, you know, recently had a sort of a, a situation with, with the folks in that the Broadway play Hamilton, uh, which sounds great, which I would like to go. I would like to see that. I mean, it just, it sounds wonderful from, from all the reviews that I've heard, but the uh, one of the actors, um, you know, Vice President Mike Pence was in the audience. He was booed by some of the the people in in the audience, uh, and then at the end of the performance, uh, one of the actors, as as the Vice President Vice President Elect was was leaving the theater, uh, gave him a lecture. Um, it's been all over the the media. People just get really wound around the axle about this stuff. Uh, but when when celebrities take these these stances and I so much of our time is spent sort of debating what celebrities say about politics and it's it's been really it's been really unfortunate I think that we spend so much time caring what what celebrities have to say um which isn't to say that that I I think they should always that we should always discount them I I, I think you know, I, I think any thoughtful opinion is is usually worth listening to. Um, I, I think the problem with with a lot of what celebrities do is it's so it's just not worth your time, right? It's so sanctimonious, it's so shallow. Like like all the celebrities who are vowing to move to Canada if Donald Trump won. I mean, obviously, none of them are moving to Canada. Um, the Hamilton thing, right? It, it's just sort of this. It's almost less about the vice president-elect than just a way. It it's almost seems like a marketing gimmick, right? Uh, or when Shailene Woodley tweets out something about Standing Rock. I mean, there's there's not a lot of thought there. And I, and I think maybe here's I, – I wrote a post about this this week. And, and my argument was essentially if celebrity activism mattered, right? I mean, if it, if it had the sort of impact on – on voters, on on political outcomes, on policy outcomes, as as so many people seem to think, given the amount of time we spend talking about it, Hillary Clinton would be president of the United States. Hell, Bernie Sanders might have been the Democratic nominee if if those sort of celebrity endorsements mattered as as much as some people seem to think they do. Um, I don't think they matter as much as as people. Now we live in a in a celebrity obsessed culture. You know, we love celebrities. They get big ratings which is probably why the news media loves to talk about the things that celebrities say about politics because it's sort of the perfect storm not only is do you have you know sort of celebrity which draws in people um people's attention no matter what because it's it's celebrities but then you have the added you know sort of cachet of of politics which is always gets people going and so i i understand it's very profitable to spend a lot of time covering what some rocker screamed out at a concert about 
some politician or whatever. I just don't think it has a sort of impact that, that people think it does. I really don't. And I, I think maybe we should stop spending so much time getting worked up about it. Um, I, I, I could tell you as a conservative, and this is true of, of all conservatives, it's it's impossible to to enjoy reading or to enjoy movies or to enjoy television or, or any type of, of popular entertainment without enjoying the work of people who probably disagree with you politically. Um, you know, for instance, Stephen King, uh, I follow him on Twitter because I like it when he tweets out book recommendations and TV show recommendations. Um, you know, I, I like to track those books down and I like to track the man's career. I like to know when his books are coming out because I enjoy him, but he tweets a lot about politics and it's, you know, every time I see him pop up on my phone, I'm kind of rolling my eyes, but I deal with it. I tolerate it because I think the man's a hugely talented storyteller. I enjoy his work. Uh, I like to listen to his recommendations on other books or movies or whatever that I might enjoy. And I'm willing to tolerate, you know, his sort of political antics because ultimately I know Stephen King, despite his prodigious social media following, is not is not going is not going to swing the election. It's just it's just not. 701-293-9000-888-970-9329 if you want to join the program. Email talk at WDAY.com. So I, I don't know. I mean, what, from these days when I hear celebrities sort of speaking out about politics, I I just kind of tune out. I just don't care anymore. Um, I'm much more focused on people who actually have control over the policy. I'm you know, much more focused on, on what the policy actually is, which, by the way, is, is, is usually missing from these celebrity endorsements. It's, it's usually not very often... Um, it's usually not very often that, that these folks are giving you sort of an in-depth policy analysis. It's usually very emotional, and it's usually very rote, right? I mean, if the policy is out sort of a certain sort of liberal orthodoxy, you know, it's, it's like it's bad just because of that. I, I think conservatives in, in, in particular, though, sometimes get a little too obsessed. I think what conservatives, the left likes their celebrities – because the celebrities are all on their side. The celebrities all have a massive following. Whenever the celebrities talk, a lot of people listen or whatever. I don't think it has the impact that people think it does. But that's how the left has celebrities. I think the right does the same thing, though, because a lot of times, like, we'll find, like, like one conservative celebrity <laughs> or even even not even that conservative celebrity, but maybe one who's who's just not willing to, to say that, that all Republicans are evil. And they'll just glom onto him like, oh, that guy, oh, he's a conservative. He's the one conservative in Hollywood or whatever. And, you know, conservatives get all drippy about it, too. And it's just it's it's just a complete and total waste of everybody's time. And you should stop caring so much. And you should care a lot more about policy because the rest of it's just it's just entertainment. And ultimately, it's not really changing anything. Going to take another break here. We'll come back. Your phone call, 701-293-9000-888-970-9329 is the toll-free number. You can email me to talk at WDAY.com or send me a tweet at Rob Port. We'll be back. Don't go away. Welcome back, Rob Report. 
701-293-9000, Last segment, we got a caller, Scott. What's up, Scott? Hey, not so much. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Great. Say, I was just kind of bebopping in and out and listening to you. Were you saying that, uh, I miss, maybe I misunderstood you, but you were saying like liberals are more influenced by celebrities or? No, or, I, 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 oh. I, I think there's just more. I, I, I think for liberals, most of the celebrities are on their side, I, I think was. And so they sort of. I was, I was sort of comparing the, the, the way when celebrities speak out on politics, the way sort of liberals and conservatives. For liberals, you know, all the celebrities are on their side already. Um, oh. And so that's that's sort of their situation. Or most of them are. The vast majority of them that, that speak out anyway are on their side. Uh, for okay, conservatives, I, 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 my, my point was that conservatives get a little drippy because sometimes you'll find like like a Scott Baio or just some random celebrity, and then we'll glom on, and then we, we build them up into, like, the next Ronald Reagan or something, and we're wanting them to well, run for office. That's what I was going to say, is I think conservatives are more apt to uh, to be on the bandwagon of uh, celebrities. And, yeah, well, we just elected a celebrity yeah. president, so... Right, and Ronald Reagan, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. so... Yeah, I was going to mention that. I, yeah, no, I, I said. I, Maybe I misunderstood y'all. Yeah, no, it's it's just it's just I, I think I was just talking about the different ways that, that the left and right. Uh, my personal opinion is we should stop caring so much. I I, I, I qual- qualify this by saying any thoughtful opinion is is worth listening to. But I think we should stop caring when a bunch of celebrities are like, oh, we're going to move to Canada or, or, you know, Trump's a fascist or whatever. I mean, these, it's not thoughtful. I think a lot of them are doing it for the attention. And we should just stop caring so much. That's right, that was yeah. my argument. Everybody's got an opinion. They just get it out more than the average fellow, I guess. Well, they yeah. have they have a lot of people that follow them and a lot of people that pay attention, and you know they have a platform. Scott, thanks for the call. Appreciate right. it. Yeah, hey, enjoyed the show. Bye. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we got some emails here. Uh, Heidi asked a question. She says, "Sorry, I'm a bit late uh, to the on-air hour. Not sure if this has been addressed or not. But here's my question: Why haven't our state and national leaders stepped up to the plate?" Who will be accountable if somebody loses their life from lack of leadership on all sides? Um, you know, it's a fair question. You know, one part of the problem, I think North Dakota law enforcement's doing all they can. They need, they need help from the federal government. And President Obama has decided to hold that help back, uh, for reasons that I think are political. And, you know, if somebody gets hurt, uh, I think at least, you know, I, I don't know. I hope nobody gets hurt, but, you know, I, I, I think I think that as this situation escalates, as it gets more out of control, I think somebody you got to look to for some of the blame is President Barack Obama. Uh, let's see. Jake emails. I find it hard to get the real story on what is going on out in Standing Rock. It seems like you are giving a pretty good point of view of it all. Uh, it amazes me how much social media is skewing uh, what is really going on out there? Uh, yeah, uh, you want to talk about it. You know, after Trump got elected, quote unquote, fake news on the Internet got has been getting a lot of attention. And I, I worry a little bit on that perspective because I worry that some people are, are going to lump in points of view or or facts or what have you that they just don't like into the quote-unquote fake news category. I hear people who disagree with me describe me as, as fake news, uh, and I don't think that's necessarily fair. Um, I, I think when I say something is a fact, I'm very accurate about that. You may not like the conclusions that I draw from that fact, but writing me off as fake news and then you know Facebook tweaking their algorithm or Google tweaking their algorithms or whatever uh, to suppress my content, 
is not fair, and I don't think that's what most people even want. Uh, but there is. Social media can be very misleading, and I, I think the situation with the woman with the, the arm injury uh, is is a part of that. Um, you know, the, the protesters, one side of this is claiming that that was the result of a grenade. Uh, law enforcement now saying, you know, suggesting that, you know, with, with an investigation that they just opened up, that she may have, have blown, uh, you know, been involved in, in an incident where the protesters were trying to use explosives themselves. Now, we'll get to the bottom of that, and I hope all the facts emerge on that. But one thing is for sure is I would not take, I would not take for gospel things that you uh, that you read on social media about it. Last emailer, Matt, uh, this is what happens when President Obama says we'll let this play out. People have gotten hurt. Hopefully they won't continue to get hurt. I'm I'm with you, Matt. I, you know, whatever President Obama's position is on pipelines, and it clear, it's clear he doesn't like them, we should have federal resources here to at least help keep law and order. That's it for me. I'll be back tomorrow. Remember, you can always catch me here Monday through Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. on WDAY or 24 hours a day, seven days a week at sayanythingblog.com. Jay Thomas, straight ahead. Don't go away.